so welcome to the Car Dealer Pro podcast. Uh, today we've got Jamie from Car Key in Derby. So, mate, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, thank you for joining us. How are you getting on with the the, uh, the, the coronavirus, the click and collect, and the uh, deliveries? It's, it's just a you know bit of a different world. But thank you first of all for for inviting us on this morning. Um, always nice to talk trade, you know. Especially <laughs> yeah. With how things are now, you know, in this kind of COVID world, we, we, we're not out and about seeing our fellow dealers. Um, so it's kind of conversations like this, it's nice to have because it's a, you know, it's the conversations you might have had in an auction or, you know, or, you know, out and about yeah. on your track, which we aren't doing now. So, um, so yeah, and I do like to talk. So if I start to ramble, just, just, just you know, <laughs> just a shock. Amen. No, but don't worry. You just, just, just go for it, mate. Just talk as much as you want. And and your business then. So, like I've, I've looked into it. It's called Car Key, and you've got. Yeah. You, am I assuming you've got about like two hundred cars in stock? Not, not quite. We're we're about a hundred and I think on Auto Trader, hundred and twenty. We've probably got hundred and thirty five, hundred and forty forty cars around us. Right. Um, and, and and is that just you yourself, or have you got a business partner, or I mean, how does it does it work? No, so we we set up. Um, I, I, well, we can go on to that in a minute, but no, I mean, it, it's just to say it's my own business. We, we list ourselves as a family-owned business because well, actually we are. Um, and and yeah, there are cars. I've got a few a few bits of sale or return from a couple of traders, you know, who who I do buy some stock off. You know, tend to buy one get one free, you know, kind of thing, which which works well. And and sale or return, it, it, they don't go back if that makes sense. You know, yeah. they're put pitch until they sell. Yeah. So we prep them, get involved with them, and get behind them. It's not like I, I know different dealers worry about sale or return and having specific sale or return agreements in place. Maybe deal with the general public, but this is a guy who I've bought cars off. and and equally sold cars too for eleven years. So the trust's there. Yeah. He puts a few. But predominantly, it's our stuff um, built up from starting in 2017. You know, affectionately referred to, you know, ten ten snotters and a couple of nice cars, and you know, just built from there. Oh, um, you know, selling, reinvesting, selling, reinvesting, taking no money out of the business. You know, reinvest, just just keep. You know, as you sell the ten, replace it with eleven. Sell the eleven, replace it with twelve, and. and Kind of, you know, gone down, gone down that road. So yeah, yeah. And and, and having that that amount of cars, then um, that, I mean, how many people do you have working for you on a daily okay. basis? So we've 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 kept it lean as possible. Um, the, the the one thing I've done, uh, you know, it's like as much as the, the people are the most important things in the business, but I don't take anyone on until we're at what I would perceive to be breaking point, where if we don't take someone on, you know, things will just start to go terribly wrong. So we've got, so my mum does the books, okay, she's not motor trade, uh, but she does the books, bless her, uh, uh, you know, from home. I've got my dad who does fuel runs and orders pops off eBay and just kind of picks cars up here, there and everywhere. There's myself, there's Craig, who was the first, you know, employee in business he, he's kind of like me when i'm not there um bit, right. um, bit he's a bit bit more straight-laced you know um 
we, we, you know, he's, he's a great guy, does my job. And then I've got Meg, she does a bit of selling, but again, predominantly administrates everything, bit of driving, bit of running around. I've got two techs, Joe and Boz, great guys. And then I've got Andy, who photographs everything and sells, and Jack, a young lad who's a runner. Uh, and and, and that's, that's it. So it's a... Uh, it sounds like a lot of stuff, but it's not really in the grand scheme of no, things. Not, not, not for that amount of cars. I thought no, it would have been... It's a... nine people, and ultimately my, my folks don't really, you know, certainly my mum doesn't do a lot. My dad does bits, but in essence, there's seven seven bodies in the business yeah. in normal times. Don't get me wrong, at the minute, because it is quieter, whilst everybody is still working, we are working, you know, reduced days and reduced hours. Um you know, which, which, because there is a bit of support out there to help us, which is, yeah, you know, you're not taking advantage of it, but it's being utilised. Yeah. You know, I made the mistake in November when we went into lockdown two, I furloughed 60% of the team and invariably put massive pressure on those who stayed in the business and ultimately the people who went home, again, they weren't particularly happy to go home. I, I will tell you that. And, and, yeah. And, that gives me a sense of pride that we've got a business where people want to be there and they're invested in it and they want to be at work, you know, doing their, doing their jobs. Um, but I, I, I chatted to my accountant at the end of November and, you know, as we are putting the stuff through, and he said to me, he said, look, Jamie, fur, furlough, you can part-time people. He said, so you don't have to just send half your team home. You can yeah. all kind of reduce hours. And I, I just, I was annoyed. I just thought, why didn't I, you know, why didn't I, I know. just find out properly before yeah. I basically, I felt like at the time I demotivated over half my team um, and put undue pressure on the ones who had to stay. So, you know, from there, we chopped and changed a bit, extra days off here, early starts, later finishes, and everything's getting done, you know, and, and with, with, with a bit of time to spare, which is good. So, And, and, and buying stuff then, has, has that been, I mean, do, do you predominantly, do you buy stuff as well? online from the auction or is it just mainly from your sources so so uh i don't know if you you, you i mean there's a there's a there's a decent app out there i don't know if i can name drop i'm going to anyway it's trade to trade underwriting which is a a good app stroke facebook page group yeah. um where you can procure cars and i know a lot of the certainly a lot of the guys and, and girls i talk to so a lot of people have kind of gone away from the auctions are like well i'm going to buy off app now or buy off privates and that, but because we're selling a volume of cars, I honestly do not have the time. So I, I do all the buying, yeah. in addition to all the advertising, in addition to running the business, in addition to some of the selling and, and very little handovers, actually. I tend to dodge handovers, um, which is one of the perks of having <laughs> the business. You know, Steve's here from Manchester to see his ten-year-old car. I've told him he's immaculate. You know, head outside, Andy, and going. You know, selling the dream. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't tend to do many handovers. But, but, but to buy the volumes we need, I, I can't just buy off apps and private. So I'm buying off, I'm buying off auctions. I, I yeah. do buy cars from auction. Um, but some of the traders who I've built up really good relationships with through trade to trade, through Facebook, through dealer group and the like I often get first dibs now because I'm very easy to deal with I pay I don't yeah. fast 
if you agree to sell me the car, within 24, 40 hours, it's paid and collected and off your site. And if it comes back and there's an issue with it that, that you know, they didn't know about, I'm not going to sit, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm right with people. And I think certainly when we're dealing with cash flow and, 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 and chunks of metal, that, you know, if they can just depend on, right, that money's, because again, we run a really tight ship with cash flow. You know, if I leave money in the bank, it's, it's, it's not doing anything, is it? So no. you, you understand other people's businesses are the same. Or if they've got facilities and they need to settle stuff at a time. So having a banker, knowing that that dough's going to be in the bank on that day is, is great. And, I, and, and again, I can give some sellers that confidence. Do you know what yeah, I mean? To know yeah, yeah. They can say, right, I can spend that money on Wednesday because it'll be in my bank Tuesday because I've sold it to change, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, most of the time, don't get me wrong. Yeah, and... and, and the other time, I look, I'm struggling today. You know, what do you mean? Oh, I've hit my limit. I can't send any more money out, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, but, but auction is my main source of cars. Yeah. Um, I'm missing the auctions. You, 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 I, I need to tell you this, Dave. I am missing being in a hall. Yeah. I'm missing buzz, the buzz, the adrenaline. The, 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 it makes being in an auction hall makes the hairs on my neck stand up when when there's cars coming through and there's that excitement. Yeah. And, there's the fumes that are disgusting and auction people running around and bacon rolls. I love it. I, yeah. I, love it. <laughs> I think that's why we all got into it. You know, you go in the auction and you just you just get that buzz straight away and it's it's like, oh, I want a bit more of this. And yeah, I, I do miss going to the auction, definitely. And, yeah. and, and with you running a tight ship then, do you... Um, yeah. Are you quite strict with, you know, your turnover of cars or will you let some sit for quite a while or have you got a strict, like, 60, 90-day policy? No, I mean, I... So prior to COVID, I was I was very... I was a lot stricter on the, the, the turn, you know, my stock turn. Ever conscious of in stock over 60, you know, it's starting to go down in value and it needs to go, you know, yeah. and it's... And ultimately, a 60-day... We've got a finite amount of spaces on the site, and every space costs us X amount of pounds in rent and marketing. Like So if it hadn't sold at 60, if you could have sold... You could normally spin a car. We like to spin a car in 30, 35 days. Right. So something's 60. Something's wrong, isn't it? You, you, you're right. Let's just, you know, not market down. Let's get it gone and moved on. Yeah. When, when, when COVID happened, obviously, we had that forced period of closure... So days in stock, I kind of then was not looking at it like that in stock this many days because we had 45 odd days, you know, where we, we weren't doing anything. So, I, and, and prices then rocketed, didn't they? So yeah, I, I, yeah. I kind of, my rules that I was playing by a year ago kind of went out the window a little bit. Um, but now, I mean, I like to think we're coming out of COVID. We're clearly not. I've been that for like six months. It seems to keep getting worse, doesn't it? And worse, and then more lockdowns. Yeah. But I've said to myself, I've got to be more disciplined. I've got a car in stock. I mean, I'm on portal now. I'm just going to have a look. I mean, this car is an embarrassment to my business. And to me, you know, and I call myself a, a fairly decent, successful used car operator. And I have got a car in stock. I mean, honestly, this is shameful. 165 days in stock. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, let me go to my portal because I'll tell you now, mine's even worse. So <laughs> I've got to go on it now. One second. Uh, it's loaded up. And you know, you've got that bit at the top where it says days. Yeah. 
So I know exactly. I'm, I'm the same as you in the way because I'm thinking, you know, I've got some really good stock, all priced really well, yeah. but it's just not shifting, and it, it's just it's just what we're in at the minute. It's at this this you know this lockdown. It's people because a lot of the stuff we used to sell would be to older people. So right. them older people, they're just they're just not spending money. You know that. They're sitting at home. They're not going out. So I mean, this is it. This is really embarrassing. This. I've got a Corsa, two hundred and twenty-four days. I've got a Fiat Doblo, one of them, um, them vans where you can get um, a wheelchair in, two hundred days. I've got one, two. I've got seven that are around a hundred, from two hundred and twenty-four days, two hundred and thirty-four days. And it drives me insane looking. And, and they're all now reduced to what I've yeah. sort of paid for them as well. Yeah. So what would you do in that situation then? Would you just reduce it even more and get rid? I mean, I'd just get them gone. They're doing you no favours, are they? I mean, they're doing no. you favours. And it's not like stock isn't replaceable. I hear all the time people like, can't buy stock. Well, load of rubbish, man. You know, if my life depended on buying 100 cars today, Categorically, I could go and buy 100 cars today. Might not be everything that I want to buy, but when people say the stock ain't out there, it's not It's not true. That There are cars out there. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the issue, as I say, we have now as a business, it, when, when we were, were, you know, pre-COVID, we were an 80-car site, you know, with, with through Autotrader, an 80-car account. We now got half as many cars again so it just takes half as much time again to manage that stock to stay on top of it to put it this way if someone rang me a year ago i could tell you as soon as they rang pretty much where the car had come from what without looking yeah what i paid it who the vendor was or, or who bought it off within within probably five thousand miles what the mileage was approximately on the car you know if someone said yeah history now, I ain't got a chance because there's, there's you know, well, it's about 140 cars altogether. And so that presents its own challenges. Um, getting stuff ready, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a car I've got in 119 days in stock, but it ain't ready. It can't be retailed yet because it's got problems. Yeah, so yeah, of course. So you've got to yeah. a bit of slack on some of that stuff that's, yeah. you know, yeah. because... That, that car still today, I mean, I should, I should just pull it off portal because it's going to distort yeah. my thing. But they send you through, well, you've got this that's overage or it takes you this many days to sell. Yeah. There are a couple of anomalies in there. I mean, that X1 that's 165 days, I'll tell you now, we've sold that car three times. Yeah. And then three times you know. And, and so what, 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 did three times it come back or did three times you know, it, 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 it just... It's got, it's, it's been one of those that, that you know, we've, we've, we sold this in, we sold, I mean, bloody hell, 165 days, so what's that? That's, that's like five months ago, isn't yeah. it? So we've had a car since July, you know, July, August. Um, I mean, I had the car on at nine and a half. It's now seven, nine, I sold it at nine and a half. But, and what, 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 what does it owe you? Yeah. It owes us, if, I mean, it, listen, man, it only owes us 6,600 quid. I nicked the car. I mean, I nicked <laughs> yeah. the car. So there is still money in it. Yeah. But it's, I know at seven nine nine five, he's absolutely beating the market. It's the yeah. cheapest, and he clearly looks the cheapest for its age of mileage. Yeah. This point, price is going to make in my mind no difference. Um, 
since it last cancelled, you know, we've had interest in it again. So I'm, I'm not that particular car. I'm not particularly impressed about it. I've got a Ford Ecoport that I've um, I've lent a customer to who's got a Range Rover that, that's got major engine issues. It's a five or six grand job. It can't get fixed for another month where we've sent it to. So that, that again, is a car that I've, I've pulled it off Auto Trader in, in the hole. It's still on the website. Do you know what I mean? It's still yeah. on the system sites. But it's not taking up a space on auto trader because it typically get a lead on it. Yeah. And I'm going to ring by and say, "Oh, your car's still not ready, but I need my car back." Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, to... yeah, yeah. Of course. And... But what maybe what I should have done was again pulled it off the portal because it's it, as I'm looking at it now, it's like ah, it's 132 days, man. Yeah. But really, no, 90 days they want to be gone, and and we were strict on it. Um, and it worked for us. I've got, I've got cars at the minute that I can put big money across that I can't list on Auto Trader because I've not got any spaces. I don't want to increase my account further. Yeah. Then I look at that top maybe half a dozen cars and say, "Well, get them gone, and we can get these two or three granders." Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, mate. That's exactly what happens. Because what happens with me is I have get. Say we've got 40 on at the minute, but there's yeah. six or seven slots that um, six or seven slots that I can't add it on. And then I think, well, I just need to get rid of them other ones and then I can add them. And then what I do is I start taking ones on, putting ones off, and it just yeah. gets all a bit messy. So I know exactly what you mean. You've got to keep them moving to keep your return on investment with Auto Trader um, better. And yeah. But if you don't mind me asking, how much is it for a hundred cars on Auto Trader? A hundred and one, which includes your freebies. I think we were about eight and a half a month, including. Right. Now I know it sounds a lot of dough, but if you're selling hundred cars a month off it, yeah, it's nothing, it, is it? Boom becomes, you know, quite quite small. Now obviously the volumes have dipped because of obviously the situation that we're in, but. My thought process was the difference in cost. I've just sanitised my hands. This is the world we live in now. I don't know why. As I'm talking about, I've just picked up hands, put it on my hands. I just thought I'd share that because this isn't on a video. This is just, but this is this is the new normal. It just like sanitising yeah. for no reason. Um, but uh, but now I looked at the cost of upping the account. Bear in mind, Auto Trader have given us February, isn't it, for free? Yeah thought, well, there's probably a good opportunity here to do it, and in essence, the cost of increasing the account is going to be halved, if that makes sense, because yeah. I'm, I'm only going to pay those extra costs. I think you have to keep it till March, so, yeah. but I will keep it anyway. But I looked at the cost, and I thought, well, that's one decent deal to have an extra 20 cars on Auto Trader. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to sell an extra? And it's a no-brainer. Do I think I'll sell one car off the extra 20? No. I think I'll probably sell an extra 14 or maybe even 10, even five extra cars. Yeah. So, which then starts to play in my mind. I'm thinking, well, you know what, Jamie, you've got 140. Why, why don't you just jack it another 10, you know, to one third? And I'll, you know, but then, you know, you, no, just like, right, rein it in. Come on, yeah. rein it in. <laughs> yeah. Just, just calm down, you know. I've not got any extra bodies or resource, you know. Just and space is an issue. You know, we're on a lovely marina, hence the name Car Key. Right. Um, it's just lovely, but 
we're running out of room, we're nicking car park, the showroom isn't like a showroom, it's in essence like a, a box yeah. of cars, you, you know, you have to move normally two or three cars to get a car out, um, but while we're not customer facing and having an open showroom, I suppose that doesn't really matter that much, does it? it no, is. no, no, that's, that's what we've done in the showroom, we've crammed them all in the showroom, because... Yeah. In a way, I'm really enjoying it at the minute, doing it, you know, deliveries yeah. and click and collect. And no. you, it does make you more focused on the portal, definitely. But and, and, yeah. it nice. I know it sounds horrendous. We build up business off customers. and Without them, we don't have businesses. But I'm loving not having punters in the show. <laughs> yeah. No, not coming in. I, I, know. Mean, no. I know. You know. And if they do walk on, you've got to tell them to sod off. And, that's, and that's great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we've had people like, well, I can, you know, they're like looking through the gate and they're like, well, I've come to see that car there. And, and, and we are like, look, honestly, if you want to see it, we, we, you're going to need to ring up and pay. Yeah. We're going to need to mail you an order form, you know, and, yeah. and, 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 and then you can come on site. But you still ain't coming in the showroom. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm here. <laughs> and I wasn't, you know, it, it, it's... it's the thing is, we got shocked the other day by the health and safety executive. And I know that, again, there's a lot of voice traders saying, well, load of rubbish, they're not out, it's all rumour, you know, myth and that. It ain't. We, we got a visit, you know, and they had a yeah. big long list of questions they wanted to go through. And they did a site inspection, you know, and we passed, which was brilliant, you know. Um, but I'm not getting I'm not getting caught. I ain't taking no. a 10 grams. ain't no. taking it. Enforcement order shutting me sight for for whatever. It, no, it's not happening. Yeah. Not even for one deal. Not even for ten deals. Yeah, I'm not. It just yeah. it's not worth it. You yeah. know. Yeah. Well. But well, the ball's more in our court now with with the customers, and, and you know, ninety percent of them understand, and, yeah. and 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 it's working great. It's working yeah. really good doing videos and. Getting them delivered and it's really nice. Yeah. This is this is the future. Yeah, you kind of in it together as well because, like you say, the customers are really sorry. It's got to be like that, but we're trying. They're like, no, no, we understand. We appreciate. Yeah. we're on the same side and the same team. Now, you, you, you do get some people who are who are, are not dealing with it nicely. You know, you get the odd customer who's like, yeah. well, that's ridiculous. Well, you how would you expect me to buy a car, you know, without, without coming and seeing it? Yeah. And but they, they're probably the customers that you didn't want anyhow when they were yeah. allowed on, the, you know, your business premises. I know. I always, we always, again, a lot of chat, like, on the Facebook groups, that like, you know, like, because, you know, sometimes the best deal is the deal that you don't do. Yeah. I've got to, yeah. I'm a for punishment. If I don't take someone's money, even the biggest idiot, <laughs> Matthew Waste. <laughs> I'm a potential screamer in the world. If I don't deal them, man, I feel I've lost. Like, I feel I've won by the money. Even if that deal reverses a week, two weeks down the line, you know. Yeah. You still had that little buzz at the time. You still had that, yeah. I know what's coming. I know what's coming. I'm like, I am going to guarantee myself a month's worth of pay here if you do this deal. I know of doing a deal, you know. This is, listen, in 21 years I've been in a trade, and I will tell you now, there is still no better feeling than when you deal, especially someone who didn't want to deal. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's fireworks still go up. When yeah. you know, if you're in a trade and you don't get that feeling anymore, you need to just hang your boots up, <laughs> because that, yeah. that is, is, is the best thing. In a, 
I like buying cars now as much as selling them. I do. I get a real buzz off that. But, you know, the, the day I don't get that feeling doing a deal, man, it's the day, seriously, just wheel me off to the old, old yeah. people. <laughs> it's time to get out, isn't it? I'm done, man, yeah. It's, it's, I love it. I do. So, love so, it. so in your business, um, obviously we've got a lot of cars, got stuff yeah. and that, and it's it, you know it sounds quite stressful. If I'm being honest, so what what is a, a typical day for you then? Okay, so I I definitely bring a level of complete chaos to the business, um, which <laughs> which we joke about in the business, but I do. You know, it's it's actually quite calm and chill work. <laughs> when I'm not there. Now, I never thought I'd say that I wouldn't want to be there, but I have spent a bit more time out of the business, obviously, as we all probably have in the last year. And um, and the team, I've got a great team, but I'll, I'll run you through a typical day. And, and then, so me personally, normally up at about six, I take my dog for a walk, just sort me clear my head, great, you know, because I'm yeah. an early t- Get the dog back, get ready, get to work. Normally about 7.30. Team team arrive at 8 o'clock. That's our start time. And literally at 8 o'clock, we have a meeting every single morning, uh, bar, bar none. And we go through every outstanding sale that's not gone out. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. So at the minute, there's, there's probably 12... To fifteen cars that we've we've sold but haven't gone yet. You know that are deliveries that are yeah. going to go out week, week and a half, two weeks, or click and collect. So we go through every car. I've got my techs out there, admin, team, drive. You know everybody who does every role, and then we 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 we, we, we go through it. Right, what does that need? Maserati that's going out next Friday. It's got leather trim to do. Wheels still need doing. Paint needs doing. It needs mechanical. And, and obviously, different subcontractors will visit the you know the site throughout the week. Wheel yeah. man, you no know, trim man, uh, smart repair man. So every single day, every single person who works in business knows what's to go out and what work is outstanding to be done on those cars and whether they're being delivered or whether you know when they need to be valid. We do that. That normally takes about 20-25 minutes. Uh, we then have comeback sheets. So any customer who has got an issue or a problem, we have a sheet from. So as soon as the customer rings, I've got a problem. Reg, mileage, date, customer name, phone number, what the what the action is, and then every day we go through them again. So everybody knows, right? You know, Mrs. Smith uh, got an ABS light on. She's in Carlisle. We've booked her into a local garage to herself. We're awaiting a call. That way, if the garage ring or she rings, they can just go to the files. You know, Mrs. Smith, yeah, okay, and it needs this sensor. How much is it? And then we can authorise it. But but it just means we don't... By doing it this way, yes, it's a bit very pen and paper, very monotonous at times, you may think, but it alleviates us having screamers. Yeah. And it means that we don't miss things on every car that we sell. The team are not commissioned individually to sell cars. My entire team are salaried. Okay? So, so you you do your own warranties then when the cars go yeah. out, yeah. Uh, and no, do, you, we, do you charge customers for them, or do you give them a, a complimentary we one? We give them three months, top to bottom, no quibble, five pounds, fifty pounds, five hundred, five thousand pounds fault. I'll fix it for three months. That's it. Just ring me. I'll fix your car if you have a problem. And 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 that is us. We we've steered away from selling warranties. Um, and I know people will say you're an idiot. It's a great revenue stream. But I'll be honest with you. After three months, 
I don't want to own the problem of the car. And if I've sold a customer in warranty, and they have a problem after 10 months, and the warranty company ain't paying it out, well, guess what? I am. And yeah. I don't want responsibility. And it's not that I've got not got confidence in my cars. I just don't have confidence in cars in general. I've been in this trade long enough to know that even the <laughs> yeah. beautiful cars, the engine could, you know, yeah. you know uh, pap itself, you know, and just, 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 I'm trying not to swear because I'm trying to be professional here. Um, I'm a right foul mouth car salesman normally. So, yeah, the engine <laughs> just, just collapsed on itself, even on the best car in the world. And, and, and if I've sold them a warranty and the warranty company is saying no, then I'm, I'm a soft touch, man. I'll just, yeah, fine, find an engine, get an engine, we'll stick an engine in it, all yeah. we'll do. Yeah. I, I, so I don't want to expose my, myself. Well, I don't expose myself. That sounds like I'm some kind of weird flasher. Um, but I don't want to <laughs> expose the business to potential problems further down the line, and I have to have that hard conversation with the customer. If a customer specifically says, I want a 12-month warranty, we have got a company, but we are quite firm with the customer. I'll often sell them at cost, say to the customer, look, you're buying this warranty behind what you should be paying for it, but you need to understand if you have a problem, you're ringing them, yeah. you're not ringing us. So yeah. we'll give you three months with us, or if you want to buy a cost price warranty, fine, but in the nicest possible way and wash man's, you know? And yeah. So we don't sell a lot of warranty at all. And again, if anyone's listening to this podcast, I'll be like, oh, Jamie's an idiot. It's a massive profit opportunity. Yeah. He's exposed himself by not covering himself. But any warranty company that pays out more than you pay into it doesn't have a business. So it, a warranty yeah. company has to pay out less than you pay in. Yeah. So if I'm going to pay a warranty company 10 grand to pay 8 grand's worth of claims, why don't I just keep the 10 grand and pay 10 grand's worth of claims rather yeah. than... Yeah, exactly. And would you, what I'm trying to get my head round is, so when someone rings up with a problem for a car, will they actually yeah. ring you or will it go through to your the no. people that work for you? Well, they, they, whoever picks the phone up. Ah, um, right, yeah. If it gets, if it's a particularly, you know, you know the, the, team, the team all know that we will, within reason, fix anything for any customer if they're nice enough. Or often, sometimes, if they're out, or if they're just out warranty. So a lad, a lad bought four, three, five petrol coupe off us about five months ago, came in, front ends dropped down. He's, he's, um, he's, he's a spring spray. He's broke a road spring, man. Do you know what I mean? On a pothole. ain't covered, man. Yeah. He came in. We've done him a spring, right? I, I think we've we've sorted his tyre out, resealed it, you know, because his tyre was then low because of the impact. The lad has left so happy. We had about three grand out of the deal when we sold him. He's out of warranty. He's not a warranty line. But his approach was great. He's really nice. He's a yeah. local lad. Yeah. And you just, just do it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. And, and, yeah. But if people are arsy with us about problems, yeah. if they're good, I'll fix it. I might yeah. take a week to fix it, but I will fix it. But... If people's approach is right, it ain't going to break the bank, man. No, I just no, no. All they've got to do is be nice. But one thing, I, I, I say, like, for your, um, the amount of cars you've got and on auto trader and, and other traders with a similar sort of uh, stock of yeah. uh, in volume, if you look, most of them have got, like, a four-star rating. Because yeah. when you're turning over that amount of cars, you're going to get customers that are, complain and whatnot but what i will give you like your reviews i think it's 4.8 no, 4.8 right. like nearly five percent on google 
and there's a couple of phantom one stars with no yeah. comments. So that I what I'm trying to say that's that's amazing yeah. for for the oh, amount of stock that you're selling. That is an extraordinary work. It's not cheap, man. I mean, I, I'm fiercely proud of our review scores. I will say that to you. And it's a minor miracle, bearing in mind we sell, and let's be right, we sell aspirational German cars that have got, we, we sell leggy stuff. Do you know what I mean? It ain't, we're not yeah. selling 30,000 miles. A lot of the stuff we sell is stuff that could actually go wrong yeah. and have problems. I mean, there must be a lot of stuff that you've got to take a bit of a pill on. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we regularly take pills, man. I mean, it's, I'm trying to think. I mean, case in point, I mean, this was a self-inflicted one. We got an M3, a uh, 59 plate up, and drove it down a flooded lane the other day. Hit a massive puddle and that's the engine. I mean, that, that that's a self-inflicted one, you know, and that's going to be a... <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to stick an engine in it. I'm just going to... I tried to trade it. In fact, I listed it trade. Yeah. But he turned up, he looked, he went, oh, it looks like the engine's damaged. And I was like, yeah, as per the advert. He went, well, we were hoping for a quick fix. And I just looked at him and went, do you think a quick fix? I'd be losing four grand on it. Yeah. And he didn't end up buying it. I mean, he was a nice lad. But, you know, sometimes trade off a bit like punters, aren't they, as well? You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. Especially um, just starting out as well. Yeah, but 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 no, we we, we do. We, it's a minor miracle to have the, the the review scores, but it is the case of if you read into a lot of those reviews, they're people who've had problems and we've dealt with them. Yeah, and yeah. The best review, rather than great service, great experience, love my car, thank you. I'd much rather have bought a car, had a problem, picked the phone up, they fixed it, dealt with it. I'm really thrilled. Yeah. Oh, is ten times as powerful as somebody who's just had a nice experience. Yeah, so. definitely. So, so you, so you're there now. You, you, you've done the warranty stuff. What, what do you do yeah. after that then? And then? The case of it's like the Benny Hill music starts, and it just begins. <laughs> it just begins. It's the phone start ringing. Um, I'm going through emails. You know, I'm trying to look at leads. I'm looking at the other things. Paying for cars, arranging when cars are coming, um, just dealing with issues, you know, making sure. I mean, don't get me wrong, uh, like, I, I am a bit of a, right, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, walk, walk around, but what are you, all right, so, you know, so I'm just kind yeah. of encouraging, not cajoling, I'm encouraging my team. Um, and, I, and, I, and look, I, I'm, as, a, as, a, as a manager, I'm rubbish at managing my own time and everybody else's. But I do lead, you know, I'm passionate man, and I have to crack and I lift them. So I'm kind of a, a bit more of a leader than a manager, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know? and, yeah. But when we do business, like I said to you, the way it makes me feel selling a car or any it's like it's best feeling in the world. So I'm, come on, you know, if we do it here, you know, and I'm, because that's... Have you, have you got one of them bell things in the office that you go, dee, 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 when you sell a car? phone in an historic business but no we've got a boo 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 you know one of those <laughs> but what we have got is a group whatsapp so everyone on site is in the whatsapp group right so as soon as the deal's done you ping the ping you see the ping and you pick your phone up and it'll be you know merc c220 sold or you know i don't know bmw x5 sold and it's just Get the bing. I mean, like now, I'm operating from home today. Um, although no messages have come through yet. It's annoying. I'm going to chase them in a minute. Like, why haven't we dealt? Yeah. Um, but just ping. Oh, 
Could I just ask you one thing, right? So when you first started this, was so my aim was you think, oh, you want to sell, I don't know, one car a week in the beginning. And then it gets like, oh, I want to sell a car every day. But for you, is it like I need to sell three cars a day? Oh, or... absolutely. <laughs> Less than three, and I feel miserable. Three, three, oh, yeah. three isn't... Look, because I will say this. In this time of delivery, click and collect, the deals that we seem to be doing are much flakier, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, there's people who you'll take a deposit you know, secure it, click and, click and deliver, for example, and you book a delivery a week later, yeah. sometimes three or four days in, or, you know, we, 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 we're not having it now, we want yeah. money back. So, so I think our cancellation rate is higher now than it's been historically. Yeah. But three deals doesn't always equate to three that go out that month. You know, three might end up being two. So we have to do, we have to take these orders. And look, we, we're great at dealing people who probably weren't there to be dealt because and I'll say this, we're good at what we do. So I don't mind having cancellations because it means you've probably took a customer further than maybe they intended. Yeah, to get, yeah, and you've yeah. Job right to get to a point where you've extracted money out of them. Um, so I, I don't get too despondent about cancellations. You know, it shows me that we're, we're pushing people. Really, is not pushing them. We don't bully them into buying it, but we are. You know, we're yeah. getting we're the deal done where. Others wouldn't, but then they're having the remorse, aren't they? Yeah. Like, what? Cold shower at night, twitching like a water car. I'll send an email in the morning that I'm yeah. on the road. Yeah. can't deliver. But let's be right. Yeah. I think we've had, it's really, I mean, it, you know, there is a significant higher chance if you do a click and deliver off us that you're going to catch corona than probably the national average because the amount of people you can't come now. Why? Or corona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You must you know, have heard every excuse in the book. We have, but co- co- the corona excuse is strong. Is, yeah, you know? it's getting absolutely uh, hammered, isn't it? So, so yeah. you, you, you've had your dinner, you get the afternoon then. What, 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 I mean, like, when, do you, when do you sort of like wind down then? We don't get dinner. What happens is, so we finish the meeting and then it just becomes this blur of calls, screamers, deals, issues. <laughs> Just uh, and then what happens is I tend to look at my watch and it's about quarter to six and I suddenly think what have I managed to achieve today <laughs> and then suddenly those really important things that you said to yourself at quarter to eight before the team arrive I've got to do these things today suddenly it's like I've got to do these things I've got 15 minutes and I've got you know misses on the phone you are leaving on time aren't you because we, we finish at six yeah. you know you are I'm on, you're gonna and and, and I'm like, yeah, every, I have the best intention of leaving at six at night, um, and then normally I'm not. So so yeah, I guess to like quarter quarter thing. Like what? I don't advertise at work. Um, I advertise sat at home because I don't get time or any peace to advertise. So where I'm sat now, I've got a, like a little office at home. It's, it's nice, um, little kind of yeah. It's a, a nice room, and I this is where. So at night, I'll get home. I'll do some advertising some nights, listing of, not listing, searching, like I'm in the bath, man, and I'm searching the sites for the sales the following day, screenshotting what I'm interested in. Yeah. And then, so yeah, just just kind of constantly working, but trying not to. I, I'm really trying now 
got married in October. If you don't mind me, how, how old are you, Jamie? 40. Right, I'm 41, so yeah, similar, yeah. similar age. Um, I'm trying to be a little bit more present when I'm at home in the moment rather than constantly be working. Yeah. Because if one thing has happened in 2020 that, you know, however you feel about it, you know, they, they, we are mortal, aren't we? And things can happen. And I'd hate if something did happen, God forbid, self, miss, step away, it's like, to look back and think, well, you were too busy yeah. Yeah. checking a, a, a C-class work that you may buy the following day. Yeah, you know, to actually enjoy what you've got, which is an amazing family and a great, you know, life actually. So, uh, you know, the motor trade has been really good to me, and, and, and I've, had, I've had ups and downs, man. But, but I love it, and it's made me very happy. But I have to remember that it isn't everything I've got. Yeah, definitely. You know? Family comes first, and the, where where we are, we've got a. This this pitch here, it was it's always been a pitch for years. Yeah. And the chap who I rent it from, back in the day, he had, I think he had similar sort of, 150 cars. He had three or four sites. And yeah. I, I said, well, do you have any regrets about what you've done? He went, he said nothing. He said, the only thing is that I wish I'd spent a bit more time with my kids instead of being on the road at Bristol trying to buy cars and doing this and doing that. And he said, that's the one thing I feel like I missed out on was my kids uh, growing up and I can't get that back. And that always stuck in my mind, that. So that's yeah. one thing I've tried to do with my kids is, you know, spend as much time as I can with them. So but so we've got the end of it. And then you go in, what, what time do you go to bed then? Just, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm early. I get in the bath at half eight. <laughs> I'm not asleep at night, you know what I mean? But it's just, it's just nice. I've got an ace bed. Yeah. Um, got Mrs. has got a lovely bath in her bathroom. Um and it's just nice. And yeah, and, and then asleep for ten half ten. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I'm grumpy if I don't get my sleep, you yeah. know. Same, um, same here, mate. Same here, yeah. so, but so what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to like I, I, again I'm guilty at nine so I'm getting in bed and then I'm on my phone and again I'm looking at cars, I'm on trade to trade looking at <laughs> Among our sales dealer group looking at crack or banter that people are having, and, and but I'm, I'm really trying. I mean, I bought a book, bought a book the other day to read, just a, a, a fiction novel to just say, do you know what? When I get in the bath, man, to switch my phone off or yeah. put it on, put it in airplane mode and read a book and have a life. But yeah. you know, my it's my hobby as well. It's my hobby. It's my income. It's it's hard, isn't it? It becomes everything, and, and you know, I suppose you need to maybe just. I'd switch off a little bit more yeah. if I can. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Just, just get a, a, an hour for you. My thing with me is is running. I, I love running. Yeah. I've done the virtual London Marathon last year, and that, like, that sorts my head out running. Yeah. I've got to do it. And if you've got any stresses at work or, or whatever, it just puts your head in the right place. But everybody's yeah. different. Everyone's got to find their own little bit of time for themselves because with this job I mean a lot of people think oh car dealers it's dead easy you just you buy some cars and that's it but it's constantly on your mind I mean you go to bed thinking about it don't you you know when you go into and then you start to have arguments with customers in your head yeah you know I look at emails sometimes I know I know 
See, I, I won't, I won't look at it on a night. I'll, I'll switch the phone off at seven, well, six really. I'll switch off, and then if I do check it, I think, oh God, why did I check it? And it put, it puts you in a bad mood. So yeah, just just switch your your phone off. That's what I'd say. So I'm gonna go on to like what 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 would you say your worst habit as a car dealer? Getting easily distracted, so I have to just try and do one job at a time. But there is so much noise coming from all angles constantly, be it team, family, my phone, social media, emails, that I can start doing a job and then the phone will ring or someone will come and, and I've got to focus on one at a time. Yeah, one at yeah, yeah. It's like when you go on the internet looking for something and then you disappear down the rabbit hole. Don't you? Yes, yeah, definitely. I'm just trying to see what a car, you know, looks to market. You go on Port Trader, you'll see a competitor, you'll click on their website, then you see an image, you think, oh, that looks nice. And suddenly, you, 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 two hours later, you, yeah, you're watching a video on YouTube and then suddenly you're like, hold on, where's the last two hours gone? <laughs> oh, what? Uh, you, yeah. you know, so easy. Distracted is my worst habit, and I have to, have to, have to just focus on one job at a time and seeing a job through until completion. Yeah, definitely. Focus on one thing. There's a a really good book, it's called uh, The One Thing by Gary Keller. And it's just that it's like just focus on one thing, get that done, and then move on to the next thing. I'm audible because I like to listen to podcasts. In addition to listening to some of your previous episodes now as well, but I'm going to listen to the one thing uh, on Audible and little cheap plug there for Audible, not that they need it. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah I, it's I, really I, good. I, that it's really good. No, and and um, um, is is there any cars then that you refuse to sell? So there's a couple where we've had bad experiences, and then and then it ultimately just you just end up doing it again. You promise yourself never again, yeah. never, never again. Early Q7s. They're a nightmare. They're just money pits, you know, 08s, 09s. And to be fair, you know, again, early Land Rovers, early, a lot of that type of stuff. Antaras, always back to his van. But they always sell, but they're always around. Yeah. What, why, what, why is it Antaras are so problematic? I'll tell you as well, insignias. I've done engines, gearboxes, clutches, yeah. yeah. auto. If I can help it, I will not sell an insignia uh, because a because you're competing with the world, but you can't put the big 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 money across them. In my opinion, yeah. um, need to make you mega money on the sales, but maybe people just do quick flips, working for small margins because they know they'll sell quickly. But I, I, I ain't up for that in and out with a small profit get, that could potentially end up costing me a lot. Of money. I just know, yeah, do not do not bring me in. I've took one in part X, a '68, so I've got. Confidence in the fact that it's still under manufacturers. Yeah. So if it's wrong, but typically it's the cheapest one in the world, and I can't sell it. You know. So see, I think insignias with me. If the low mileage, touch wood, I've had, I've had no problems. But it's it's when they get up to the seventy, eighty thousands. Yeah. That's when I. Yeah. And and you know, I'd look on your website. Do you not really smell sell like small cars? Then do you tend to stay away from the smaller stuff? really do well with small volume kind of car. And that is odd. I don't know why, because there's dealers that will, will predominantly just sell that type of stuff, but we don't. I've got a, I've got a little city going white. Granted, we've not put all the photos up of it yet, but a white city go, price yeah. behind market, not a sniff. Yeah. Um, 
I've got a Citroen C3 Auto. Again, not photographed yet. I thought it had flown. plate on 36, C3 exclusive auto. Um, 4495, you know, for a cheap, specky, low mileage auto. Yeah, not, yeah. It'll come. We'll sell them. But now we, we look. Where our sweet spot is Miley German, interesting, different, specialisty car. I, I hate to use the term sports prestige 4x4. It's a bit cliche, but yeah. that's really what we like to sell. But we, we, we like to um, have aspirational cars that are within reach of the common man, as it were, or woman, you know. Uh, so... You know, we've got a nice Jag XF, but it's done 95, you know, but it's on a 14, it's not a grand, rather than the 30,000 mile one, which might be 14 grand, you yeah. know. So, so you won't go too late play as well then, because you're up against the supermarkets then? Yeah, I just, I like to be able to put big money across them. Yeah. I do. Yeah. You can't put two grand across a car from purchase price to retail price for anything I pay up to ten grand for. I'm not interested in buying it, you know. So if I'm buying a car for ten grand, unless it, it looks value at twelve, yeah, I, I wouldn't entertain buying it. And, and to be honest, if I paid ten, I'd really want to be going twelve and a half, maybe yeah. even more yeah. if I bought it right. Yeah. Um, even a five grand investment, if it can't be six nine nine five, I'm like. Yeah, and, but you know volume stuff. The small stuff. I appreciate a lot of dealers might put twelve, thirteen hundred quid across stuff. Yeah, um, but this is probably why we sell what we sell because it allows us to put bigger margins across and have a bigger slice of the cake. Yeah, yeah. The, the risks there a bit more. You know. Yeah, but the thing so, is, because you've got that bigger margin, all right, you are going to get stuff that comes back. But when you do, you've had a good margin out of the majority of the cars that you've sold, haven't you? There's a car I've bought this month, and I'm not ashamed to say it, and I will I will say it. I bought an own plate Z4, a trade site. It, it booked at 3,600 quid. Trader retail was £8,600. I gave 4,200 quid for it and stuck it on at eight and a half grand. I've had it less than a month and I've sold it. Oh, you know, it just, you do a deal like that's like four deals. Was yeah. like four. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I know a lot of dealers think, oh, 09 plate Z4, not for me. I do a little bit of paint on it, I've had to do the wheels. But, yeah. you know, if you can, I, I love nothing more. I mean, that, that to me, that's dealer, dealer, it won't be dealer the year. Double your dough on a £4,200 investment, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's why you, you, you're in the job. You're in it for the deal, aren't you? You're not in it yeah. just to get £500 out of every car. You're not, you're not in it no, for that, are you? No, I, 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 we're not greedy. And the beauty when you put, when you put money across stuff, and someone's running an R in, you can buy the business. Yeah. You can absolutely buy their business if you need. I know, like, again, a lot of lads I know don't discount. And I always like facepalm. I'm thinking that car's replaceable. You got one up with that punter. Take it, man. There's no, there's no shame in knocking five hundred quid off your car. You've not lost. You've not won the battle. That customer's not going to go and tell the world that you're going to knock money off every car. They're going to leave rev. They've got a deal that you've dealt with a customer who maybe wasn't going to deal with but yeah. you still have margin out of them. So yeah. I, I, I just, I, again, I see so many guys say, I'm not knocking a penny off. My car's well-priced. If you don't want it, don't buy it. I think take the money, man. Take yeah. the money, man. So, so, so your, your, your mindset is... Get the money and just get it back into something else straight away. Deal 
for me is normally nine times out of ten the first deal's the best deal. Yeah. But, and if what's the, you imagine sitting three days down the line, you've had a customer on a car, you've said no, you could have dealt them, you might have had to knock five hundred quid off. Three days down the line, you ain't sold a car for a couple of days, you're behind on the month, you're necked out, and you're looking at that car, and that car, you're saying to yourself, it should be gone, it should have been paid for now, I should have yeah. had the profit. In the- Customer on the books and another piece of stock invested for the pitch, but no, because yeah. because because you didn't want to discount because you know it's 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 you know I'm not discounting, not my car. No, no, man, just let it go. Get yeah. the car. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gone, man. They're, 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 as I say, every single vehicle on my side replaceable. You could come to or a customer could buy and I was not money off every single car on, on, on site. It give you know a push. I could yeah. probably knock a grand off most cars on site if we absolutely had to. Yeah. You know, yeah. so other than some of the really overage stuff, you know, where I've got maybe three or four, I could pretty much knock a grand and still have a profit. So why, why not keep everyone busy, keep the site motivated? I'm a deal yeah. junkie. Yeah, and we do deals, man. If you've got if you've got the margin in it, then then definitely, definitely. Uh, but the reason I go fixed price is just to yeah. stop all them ridiculous emails. What's your yeah. last price? What's your, I just want to I want to sift out them customers. Yeah, it, it, I suppose it's it's the. But even though you are fixed price, let's be honest. If someone rang you on a car and you've got enough in it. And they wanted some money off it. What would you say? Oh, yeah, yeah, I would. Well, I said it this morning to this customer. She went, oh, is is there any, could I have any money off? And I said, yeah, because, you you know, you're coming across really nice and everything. I said, we only just put fixed price. It's just to stop all the idiots. That's all it is. And you know what? I don't mind giving people money off cars as long as they're nice and you've got the deal. You've put no negotiation. You've put fixed price in your adverts. Yeah. Do you still get people asking for? Do you still get those ridiculous emails asking for a big chunk of money off? Not as much, but okay, yeah, you, you you do get them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But not not as much. I mean, before no. it was it was it was daily, you know, and because I was because I'm dealing with the customers, I just done yeah. it for my own sanity. That's yeah. What, listen, and, and it's like you say. It, it's got to be what works for yourself, and if you are predominantly dealing yeah. with with customers, and it and it, and it bothers, yeah, then yeah. yeah fair Another thing is, mate. I mean, I haven't got three grand across all my car. No, I'm no, working no, on tighter no, margins, no, so I've got three across everything. But as I say, you 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 know, when I say we could knock that money off, we could. But I'm I'm happy to. I, I would happily work for five hundred quid on a car if it meant doing a deal, knowing full well we'll do another couple that day. Yeah, that I'm not yeah. knock a penny. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's an average in it across the board. Actually, yeah. you've, you've made the money. But yeah. um, but I, I know, then again, sorry to waffle here, but you talk about the, 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 the dealers who do the late and low stuff. I, I think half of that's because they know they're under manufacturers warranty. Yeah. It's the case their own workshops as well would crucify them on, on prep. You know, when you've got your own workshop, you know, you're not... Like main dealers, so customer took a car to a main dealer for a health check the other day. It was a, a, a 59 plate EcoCoupe, and they've, they've crucified it, you know. Yeah. And, and sent me this mess. Oh, God, I trust on you now. You've let us down, and you've done this. They've made recommendations for this amount of money's worth of work. And, I, and I, I simply sat back and said, Look, there's nothing free about a free health check. I always say it, <laughs> it's true. Absolutely yeah. nothing free about a free health check at a main dealer. I said, 
this is why I said, why do you think dealers don't sell 09 and 10 play cars? Exactly. Because you cannot prep them to the standard without the workshop. You know, just, just, it makes uneconomical for them to do it because they can't do it. Can they? So, yeah. So anyway, yeah. No, you're right, hundred percent. We've we've got a Volvo going out on Saturday, and the customer yeah. said, "Oh, it's got a recall on it." I said, "Don't worry, I'll book it and I'll get it sorted." Because I do not want him going to Volvo. No. We'll give it a free health check. We'll yeah. deal with this. So I've sorted all that out for him. She, this is the problem. She's gone in for a recall. Um, you know, they announced a recall, or maybe we missed it. I don't know, but he, she took it in for a recall, and then while there. And, and you know, we, well, we've had customers do we, like we saw a Porsche man, and it was miles away, and he had to take it to the main dealer to have the key program that we ordered from our local Porsche. And we were booking it in, and the woman said, "Right, so while it's here, we're going to give it a free health check." And Meg was saying, "No, you're not. This guy is coming in. This is you're our customer. Sorry, we're the customer. Yeah. He isn't coming in to have a key program. You're doing nothing." And they were like, "Well, no, we have." To no, 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 you, you do not understand. I'm telling you now, if you book it in for a health check, we're paying, you know, we ain't going to pay the bill. So it's having a key program and that's it. But yeah. if he direct, uh, we'd, have had a, we'd have had an email saying, Jamie, I need, yeah. I need three grand off you. You yeah. know, four grand's yeah. worth, of, worth of work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and just, just, just more bollocks you've got to put up with. It is. It is. And I, I, just, <laughs> I, I t- try to prime the customers, you know, through the process that, look, you need to understand if you ever do go to the dealer, be, be expect to feel extremely disappointed about the car you bought yeah. and your experience and to feel bad about your transaction and to, 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 to lose some confidence in your car. Because yeah. it happens every single time. And, again, right, I, I get it in at the right point, you know, in the right time. I'll say, look, we're going to give you a warranty it'll cover you nationwide um, if you have a problem you're going to ring me but I'm not going to send you to the dealer oh right okay. this is why and then you can kind of explain to them why you don't send them to the main dealer yeah. and get it from the fact that if they ever do go to a main dealer expect to come out feeling upset you yeah. know and if you yeah. do you ring me I'm not going to be doing what they've told you needs doing on that car yeah. you know so yeah. but you know as, as long as you've explained all this stuff yeah. I think 80% of people, they know exactly what you're on about. They say, oh, yeah, no, main deal. Yeah, and that, but you've just got to get it across to them. That's what you've got to do. Too right. You know, and it's, it's by and large, most customers are are actually fair, reasonable. Yeah, of course. Nice people. Um, we're just products of every experience we've ever had. So I think you just, you know, just don't come across as car salesmen. Come yeah. across as... Do you know what, mate? Just be nice. That's it. You've just got to be nice. Be nice and just do the right thing. That's and all you've fair, got to do. That's the thing. Fairness as well. Yeah. If someone wedged a, a part exit you with underlying problems and issues, and then someone rings you with a problem, I will quite happily. We we had a we took a Polo in part X off. A, a, we sold delivered a Polo GTI to Scotland and brought back a, a little 1.2 Polo. And on the way back, the swapper engine lights come on. It's running on two or three cylinders, ABS light, and there's a fault. And the guy rang us after 48 hours and said, oh, my, uh, my blower's stopped working on my, my, my Polo. I'm really unhappy. I want to take it to the dealer. And straight away, we came with, well, it's funny you say that. And we were meaning to ring you, but your car has not even, you know, even nearly didn't make it back. It's not in the limp. I said, so do you want to just... Like to save us some money, yeah. we took wrong with it. Well, well, it was fine when it left. Yeah, fine when it left because it's 
you know, probably had some lights taken out before it left, but it, it straight away it spattered it back, and he knew, he yeah. knew, yeah. and now he ain't taking that car to the dealer. Yeah. He's going to a abandoned garage, or probably say as a fuse blow, you yeah. know. But yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, they're just we're, we're, we're easy, we're easy targets, aren't we? Definitely, well. and you've got you've got to be strong. You've got to be strong minded, or or you, you yeah. just give up. And, and you, that one thing I take me out off with you is that having all this like uh, stuff coming at you, it must make you so resilient. But uh, I've got three questions to ask you before I go. Go on. All right, mate. So if you could go back in time and, and do anything differently, what would you do? Okay, so I actually fortunately got the opportunity to do this. I had a big business, um, a big car supermarket site with my then best friend, all went bad or money was going missing. There's all sorts of dodginess going on in the background. Um, it was a bloated business, massive staff, huge overheads, you know. And, and the, the great thing is that when I started my new business in 2017, I got to start again, fortunately. Yeah. Um, and, and so I've had that. And I'm now doing what I'm doing off the back of having had a big, you know, nearly 200 car site from 2010 to 2016, I've got to do it again. And yeah. I'm blessed that I got that opportunity, that I got the support and backing of my family and stuff to do it again. So I'll be honest, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't even change having had that business, it going tits up, losing everything, nearly losing my house, my reputation, everything. I wouldn't change it because off the back of that was born my new business and my new business, I love, man. I love her. And, and if you're going to come on to where's the end game 10 years time, what are you going to be doing, man? There is no end game for me, no. man. This is... No. I, I, look, look, the yeah, same here, same here. I can't imagine sitting at home, sitting at home watching the chase. No. <laughs> you know the, what I mean? The, the cars are going to be propelled by different engines and different technologies in 10 years. I get that, and I'm going to embrace that, or we're going to embrace that as a business. But I'm going to be dealing until I can deal no more, man. That's yeah, me. Yeah, um, definitely. The day I stop dealing, it's going to be a very sad day, but... You know, um, as long as I'm breathing, I'm dealing. That's that's me, and, and and that's why I intend to be doing in ten years, twenty years. Even if we don't move site, I'm going to just keep reinvesting whatever the business makes in the site and the stock. And it may be in ten years we got 120, 130, 30, 40 grand cars. I don't know. You yeah, know, or, yeah, yeah. That, that mate, that's the beauty of cars. Is like I've seen this with my mate last week. You know, if you've got a sandwich shop. You can only yeah. sell so many sandwiches in a day to make so much money. But with cars, you can upgrade to, like you say there, a shitload of 40 grand cars. Yeah. As long as you've got space to put them there, you've, you've, yeah. you've always got, you can scale your business, can't you, to something better. They, they, they talk about, uh, in this, in, in, you know, it's quite a common term, gamification of things, but I look at my business like I'm playing this kind of video game. I know, like, you know, when you've been... It's like empire building games where you're building your lot up and you're building your pods. And, and I look at it and it is, it's a bit, it's yeah. my hobby. It is because I love to see it grow. I love to see the pot grow. I love to look around and see yeah. better cars than we were selling a year ago. Yeah. You know, 
I love it when we get a, a new tire. We got a new tire machine the other day, honestly. When we get a bit of infrastructure in, I love it, man. I'm yeah. like, right, we've just leveled up. I've had the security system on site upgraded in the last few months. We've got like 15 or, sorry, no, a 17 camera system now and full state of the art alarms. And honestly, I paid the bill yesterday and I was so revved. I'm like, yes, we've leveled mm-hmm. up again. You know, mm-hmm. I can sit here now and look off my phone, look at any corner or angle of the site. <laughs> yeah, when you're in bed. But yeah. I've got. Two... Like we're leveling up, man, all the time. And yeah. I'm, 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 unless we're going forwards, the other thing for me, yeah. and it's always says, you, you're never satisfied. You know, just be happy with what you got. I want to move out. I live in a lovely house. But my next thing, I want to move out. I want to move to a bigger house with a better view, with a bigger drive that I can fit cars on. And she's like, be happy with what you've got. But yeah. in that relentless, perpetual unhappiness with my current <laughs> driving for more is what drives me on in, yeah, in business. That's what and, keeps you going. And, and, yeah, just always wanting a bit more. And I don't know, man, I love it. Uh, oh, good, mate, it comes across your passion big time. <laughs> and uh, what, what's best advice you've ever been given? Um, probably day... I think I was in the trade day five or six. Um, guy called Raf Rochester. Uh, he's got a, a pitch now in, in, in Derby. He was my first ever boss. And he, we were with a customer. We were on a supermarket-style site at the time. I was 20, and we were selling a, a, a Citroen Zara Coupe. And we're just about to do the deal. It was 9995. And just as we're about to close the woman, she said, oh, and just out of interest, how much was that car new? And it was it was a year old done twenty. So he went and got glasses guide because it used to show you the new price, didn't it? Yeah. And he came back into the sales office and was looking in the book and he looked at him and went, That car was fourteen two one eighty plus metallic. And she went, Brilliant, bought it. They left. I went in the office with him and he sat me down and he said, Jamie, I've just done something that I never, ever, ever, ever want you to do in the trade. I said, What's that? He went, I just lied to that customer. I yeah. said, Right. Because that car new was ten thousand seven hundred quid he said so but i told her the new price there's no way she'd have bought a year old company for 700 quid less than she'd buy a new one he said but you need to understand jamie if you lie to a customer he's going to be you, you you've got to you've got to remember the lie and you just sow yeah. these web of lies with customers that you have to remember now I, again i was always an honest kid bit of a fat kid mum used to like if someone had been in the ice cream she's like have you been in the ice cream Jamie I'd be like yeah you know I couldn't couldn't lie man as a kid so it, 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 it served me quite well in the trade because I'm not I'm not very good at lying um, and he told me that from day one and it stuck with me man don't lie to your customers yeah. if you have to lie to someone to get them to buy a car yeah. don't lie to the car because someone else will come and buy it who you don't have to lie to and you've yeah. not got to have the worry or that fear hanging over you of yeah. being being caught out for, exactly. for, for fighting, you know, exactly. um, and uh, she had a little issue. This is the thing. Two weeks later, she had a little issue with the car she bought, yeah. and talking about making it go back to the dealer. And I remember him talking because I think it was still under manufacturers. And I remember he said to the workshop manager, "Get her in and get her in." He said because if she goes to the dealer, we're gonna suddenly remember in his lie. Yeah, 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 that's it. Is it? brand new and uh, 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 you know kind of the same money that she paid for it and I could see that look of and straight away it's like yeah you know he told me not to lie and now because of a lie 
we're asking together into our workshop and we're freaking out about something that was said two or three weeks ago to get to buy the car in the first place and it, and it, yeah. it needs home to roost you know that, 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 that bit of bullshit you know that yeah. you just didn't so, and, and, um, and whatever money is extra money you've made it's just not worth it is it you look going to bed worrying about like telling a customer a car's got history and it hasn't and then you, when you're banking on that that you'll find some but trying to find service history for some cars is hard work and, yeah oh that just be honest about the service history I, I always do that. I, I, I never, if it's not full history I'll just put five service stamps in the yeah. book you know and that's the truth isn't it Right, that's right. Because the next person who can come along doesn't give a toss if it's got no history no. with it. So there's no point getting stressed out about these little things. I know. So and then last question, mate. Yeah. App or program? You can't live without. Portal. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were Portal. going to say that. Nothing else. Absolutely nothing else. Deal portal. That's it. Um, yeah, without portal, I'm. I'm lost, man. I mean, it, it, it facilitates advertising the cars. I can put the spec. I can see what cars yeah. I've got. Um, it's, 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 it's everything. It's pathetic, isn't it? But I could not run my business. I'll be honest, I couldn't run my business without Autotrader in general. Well, I could, but they generate yeah. and responsible for so much of the profit we enjoy as a business that, yeah, Portal and then Autotrader itself. Brilliant. Well, Jamie, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, mate. Mate, you've come across so like passionate, and you can just tell you absolutely love your job. It, it, it's true, man. As I said to you, the trade's been good to me, but I am doing my dream job. There is absolutely nothing else in the world, and I mean this, and on all, I would rather be doing the running. You know. Made my own car dealership with a great bunch of people in an amazing industry, man. In, in these crazy times as well, I'm enjoying yeah. it. Man. I'm enjoying COVID. It's a bad thing to say, but yeah, yeah, it's different. It's a different yeah. angle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. It, it, it's changing and growing, and, and it's been forced upon us. And it's exciting, man. It is an exciting time. As much as it's weird and bizarre. You know? Definitely, mate. You've hit the nail on the head, big time. And if if anybody wants to get in touch with you, do, do you mind a message in you on like Instagram or Facebook? If you can let us know where they can find you. You can ring the office. I'll deal you. This is the problem. <laughs> to get help, man. You ring that landline. I'm going to be getting your card details. Uh, I'm only joking, but no, seriously. If anyone wants to hit me up, can. Like I say, find me on Facebook, send me a message or email me at work and I will always try and respond as quickly and as professionally as I possibly can. So, oh, uh, and here, if anyone ever wants to chat, some advice or anything, I know some guys and girls are going through tough times. It is a weird time at the minute. I feel bad saying that we're doing quite well. I always feel a bit guilty saying it and I want to rub it because I know not everybody is having a great time of things at the minute. So if anyone needs a point of advice, help, or even just a little few words of, 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 of encouragement or whatever, man, just hit me up and I'll find you back as much as I can, you know. So, yeah, Jamie, mate, it's been brilliant. Thank you for having you on. All the best. Thank you, man.